Hi everyone, my name is Shay Samuel and this is Words by Shay. So today's episode where we have a very special guest and he's also my older brother and it's the first of its kind on this channel where we are sorry there'll be a lot of laughter on this episode because <laughs> two of us together we just used to laugh at everything we do. So I, I want to interview him um just simply on about his career. Uh, he's a writer. His LinkedIn profile actually says top rated Upwork writer. Some, some, something like that. It's really, really cool. So you could check him out on LinkedIn at Temitokwe Christopher Samuel, I guess, or Temitokwe C. Samuel. So yeah, you'll be hearing his voice. I'll be asking him some questions and uh, hopefully you learn a thing or two. Baratope, welcome to Words by Shay podcast and uh, introduce yourself please. Thank you for having me Shay. It's so glad to be on your show at last. <laughs> sometimes listen to. You listen to sometimes? Sometimes. I send you the links every time but, <laughs> but sometimes. It is well. <laughs> so Thank my, you for having me though. Alright, you're welcome. Uh, my first question for you is, tell me, tell us, yeah, because I have some people that listen back to back. Tell us how you started writing. I, I think I know the story, but I want them to hear it from you. Okay, um, writing for me was an afterthought, to be honest. Um, after I came out of, after I finished NYSC, I decided to go into entrepreneurship. But my intention was to start an e-commerce store. At the time, it was dropshipping that was the major um, thing. Everybody was dropshipping, so I wanted to dropship. So I spent a majority of my NYC learning all about dropshipping and then I got out, I had about 40k looking to start a business. So I launched my first dropshipping store that I sold them, is it speakers from China? And that flopped horribly. But with no capital and um, nothing to, you know, I became a VA or a virtual assistant to be precise, an e-commerce virtual assistant, meaning that I was now a virtual assistant to people that own stores. Since I couldn't have my own store, I um, marketed myself as someone that could assist people that own stores. So as a VA, as an e-commerce VA, I was mostly writing blog content for their websites, um, writing product descriptions, writing, managing their social media, doing customer service, a whole, a whole lot of things I did. Um, as time progressed, 2020, um, there was pandemic and there was lockdown. Everyone was at home. So it turns out that everybody now wanted to come in VA too. So there were many people that were doing VA. And I thought, so when I was um, charging about $10 per hour, other people from Philippines, the Filipinos and Indians were doing $2 per hour. And, you know, considering our, um, what was it called now? Children. No, not Our reputation as Nigerians, it was harder to get jobs. So what did I do? I decided to switch to writing. Since I did most of my VA tax uh, were about writing, so that's how I became a writer. All right, that's that's nice. You missed out some information though. Like what? I remember when you were selling Zubo. <laughs> no, that was before NYC. Uh, before you started writing now. Like, yeah, that was, writing I, is your current career now. Right. Marketing writer. Yeah, marketing writer. You first of all tried um, chargers. Sorry, power banks that 
And that was my entrepreneurship journey. Like, I just like to be on my own. Let them know that you sold Zobo. Zobo so that when, you, when they see life. you on Forbes list, they will not say, ah, he was born rich. No, you sold Zobo. Uh, you sold eye contacts. <laughs> contact lenses. Contact lenses. That's why yeah, yeah, I was trying things out. I, put, I patronized you with the Zobo and the power bank. Power bank. You don't pay for the power bank. <laughs> I don't pay for the power bank. <laughs> but yeah, you don't pay okay. for the power bank. So that, 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 that's great. Um, I think I, I do remember... I thought you, I I, I thought you um, you started writing way before 2020. I don't know. I just figured you started writing way before 2020. I don't know why. Uh, so it was VA the VA um, tax were mostly about writing. You write content for Instagram. You write content for Pinterest. So eventually, okay. I just transitioned into a writer, full blown, full time writer. Okay. All right. So that, that's cool. Yeah. Um, thank you. I want to ask my next question. If writing did not work. Yeah. What would you have done? Um, to either become a teacher or a caregiver. Teacher or caregiver. Yes. Wow. Well, I know in the Nigerian space you don't really have to have a specific certification for to, for teaching. Well, actually, yes, you have to have like maybe from private schools and not just employ anybody off the street. But okay. For government schools, you have to be a certified teacher. You have to have the teaching. This certificate they call it now. Yeah, but I think. Um, there's a personal reason behind the caregiving. Is it something that came no, up just like way thinking, before? Yeah, way before. Just how I've done. Just, just oh, nice yeah. to help people feel. I like old people. I have passion for old people. Yeah, that that's true though. It greets a lot of old people on the road. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, your 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 writing journey. Okay, because I remember, I think it was 2019 when I needed money, and I messaged you and I said, "Brother, come and employ me." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah so twenty nineteen, and that was when that was when I I got into social media management as well. Mm-hmm. I you said you said I should start with managing my own personal account. Yeah. So um, surprisingly, I, I I I got into a church and I started managing a social media. Mm-hmm. Then you saw it mm-hmm. and you were impressed and you got me my first social media gig. Yeah. Um, I do have my own lessons, but I want to know what lessons have you learned. Especially being a Nigerian writer, as you mentioned, um, Philippines, Filipinos, yeah. Filipinos, and and other um, continents that are also in the market, how they charge less than your fee. Um, I'm sure it's damning. It it really affects your the amount of customers you have in in your in your writing career. Um, what lessons have you learned generally? As a freelancer, or as a writer, uh, both. Yes, you are a freelance writer. Yes. You, okay, so yeah, what lessons have you learned as a freelance writer? Well, it's harder than everybody says. Um, you know, these days I see a lot of advertisements talking about, oh, become a freelancer, become a copywriter, become a marketer, content writer, ghostwriter, and earn thousands of dollars every month from forever. It is very, 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 very hard. As in, it takes a lot of determination and tenacity to stay. Because I know a lot of people that were under my tutelage, that tutelage, is tutelage, tutelage now, that they were like, oh, okay, please, so come and teach us, we want to learn how to write. And I will spend time telling them this is what you should do, build your portfolio, build your profile. They do those, then they, after a while, they keep on writing proposals and they don't get any jobs. So it's very hard. It's, so anybody that thinks you can just, you know, get on Upwork or five and start making money, it can take months, sometimes years. It's, you need a lot of patience. And another lesson I've learned is you have to go over and beyond because as a Nigerian, you are already um, at a disadvantage. 
being because we're one of the most corrupt countries in the world, and we're also one of the most fraudulent countries in the world because of Yahoo Boys. So when they hear that you're Nigerian, the chances of you getting a job is somewhat lower. And when I got my first writing gig on Upwork, I had to overcompensate. I told her I had to charge like when people when she, her um, project description, what she wanted to pay for that particular work was was supposed to write them. Um, Product descriptions for her fashion website. Her budget was hundred dollars. I already do it for twenty dollars because of I need reviews. You need reviews to build your portfolio. So because it was that hard, and it's still hard now that you know as time it's still very hard. But I, I won't say it's a Nigerian factor. If you know if you have built a reputation, but another lesson I've learned is you know it's hard. You need a lot of patience and tenacity. And thirdly, it can get very lonely sometimes because. Um, Many people out there don't like sharing how, you know, their progress. So, you feel like you're all on your own, figuring things out on your own. Even the Nigerian forums for freelancers I've come across are usually very, um, the information is not very helpful. It's always about how to, they're always about the money, money, money. They don't talk about burnout or challenges. It's about how, how will I make money. How like, so, it's not, it's a very lonely journey too. Entrepreneurship is very lonely, whether you like it or not. And so far, those are lessons I've learned, yeah. Alright, that's that's great. Um, I I wanted to. I was as you were talking. I was thinking of something. You know, when we were younger, I wanted to. I was become an accountant first. Then, <laughs> then I I, I transitioned into wanting to be a lawyer. Yeah. Then eventually I ended up being a teacher. But the the question oh, in I academ- in academia. Yeah, well, okay, academia. <laughs> oh. Well, the the question is. As a child, wanted to be in an office as AC. You? Yeah. Okay. I mean, as AC, you walk into the office, you're wearing a suit, you're wearing a tie. Uh, I'm looking at your workstation. It is really, really impressive. I love it. But don't do you not miss um, walking into an office and at least enjoying the AC for one? <laughs> do you do you do you miss that? Well, I think. Um you don't miss what you never experienced. All through now, I never imagined myself working for anybody. Okay. The time I ever worked for anybody was NYC, and that was for government and teaching, and I have to say. But I, I've never thought about going to a nine to five. I've never thought about um, have working with. I think about. I think it'd be nice, you know, having colleagues to work with and share experiences with, and you know, go for their weddings and whatnot. And that's one of the disadvantages I'm talking about as a freelancer in Nigeria. You know, you don't get to have that kind of community. Maybe there is, but I've not come across any. And even if they come across it, they, I think there's some sort of, I don't know. Well, Clique or something. They, they are, yes, they know themselves. Maybe friends are into the same kind of trade. But for, um, in the 9 to 5, I have never thought about working in an office or wow. for anybody. So I don't miss it. Okay. And if I need AC, like you said, I'll go to their... <laughs> um, um, co-working spaces in, in most parts of Lagos and Benin that you can walk into and pay a fee uh, for a day. Yeah, I remember I remember we had a question about that. So my next question is obviously I know what you're going to say right? I wanted to ask freelancing or nine to five. Obviously it's going to be freelancing, freelancing. over and over again. Forever so you, you will never you you do not regret this path. No I don't. So I know people that they say um, I'm not doing what I love. I'm just doing what I need to do to survive. You at some point because I you you've been on the freelancing journey, virtual assistant, social media management, um, now copywriting. Oh, yes, marketing. Yes. The, the, the truth is, uh, Shay, it is the true passion I always had was e-commerce. I like selling things online, like you know, yeah. Yeah, the catching from Shopify. Now, I was into e-commerce. I failed awfully, and I want mother elephant business. I failed. 
So, um, but that will make some good money. Not good money, just enough to sustain it to you know fulfill others. But feel, I my pleasure was derived from you know selling things online. But since I, it's kind of hard to set up that kind of business and run it profitably because now that things are expensive, ads are expensive. It is now um, the only best next thing to do is to learn how to market things. So market other people's things, market your own things, learn how to write things that That's sell. True. So yeah, I think marketing runs in our family. I think it's about so much. Daddy was a marketer. Yes, you are one. I am one. Yes, we have some marketing. Yeah, mom, we have, mom, is a marketer. mom is also a marketer. I don't know about Show and Kosa. I don't think I'm a marketer. Show is a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what Kosa wants to do yet. <laughs> we don't think so. So, um, Bratope, where do you see your career in five years? Good question. I'm not putting my thought into it. Okay. Um, what I would like to do is to have an agency. Now, you know, I can have people, I can assign tasks to people and scale. Because there's only so much jobs I can take at a time. I cannot scale this business unless I have a writing agency where I offer some certain services. So I can assign this task to this person, this task to that person. Then, you know, get bigger and bigger. Yeah. So maybe an agency, a marketing agency eventually that deals in SEO okay. and all that good stuff. Uh, why, why I asked this is, I remember when I started working for Mr. Joel mm-hmm. and I sat in front of him and he asked me, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And I said, owning a center mm-hmm. and I, I did work towards that but I remember you've tried an agency but it was social media oh yes it was social media, media yeah. you had me and a couple of people on it and I'm very very open to working for you I'm saying it on L I'm open to working for you where your agency is, is live so um, this one is for people who are interested in writing my, my Facebook profile also has writer and I get a lot. I get some DMs. I don't know if you get those DMs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Elosa, can you teach me how to write? Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube has all the information. Yeah. Google results have all the information, but I think it's easier when you learn from someone that has been there. As you said, um, all these forums, all these, all these groups, they just tell you about the money, 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 money. They don't tell you about the burnout. They don't tell you about um, the challenges or how to celebrate your small wins and all that. So, this is for people who want to start writing. How can I get started with writing? I would have to freelancing because everybody has different skills. So, people are good at um, So, it's better to be um, what kind to, of writing? No, people have to go into freelancing. Okay. Because somebody can write. Some people write as you write, you write poems as a hobby. Yeah. So, but you don't want to make one out of it. You you just I'm like, also a ghostwriter. Say it. <laughs> I don't only write poems. I'm a ghostwriter. Write poems, but, you know, okay. but some people write poems as hobbies. Some people just write um, yeah. journals. They don't, need to, they don't want to make money out of it. So it needs to be people that go to freelancing. It's just to start somewhere, have a portfolio one. So if you are into digital graphic design or media or video, whatever, you have someone that way you can send people to this is what I've done, this is what I can do. For anybody can write. Anybody, but not, not everybody can write well because there are some rules to writing you know it's, it goes deeper than the surface you may be able to hold your reader's attention for a long time if you start beating out the bush they just leave your exactly. just leave your page or your read your art, leave your article so for writing you must learn the nuances of writing for or even from a freelancer you must learn the nuances find out what makes other people successful what makes them not successful read about people's mistakes so you don't make the same mistakes 
you learn what YouTube videos, the information is out there. Don't listen to anybody that is sending you any nonsense course on how to sell. You can learn it online or how to, how to make some millions on Fiverr. It's not that easy because if you make millions on Fiverr, you can get on Fiverr today. Or I advise not to get on Fiverr anyway. Get on Upwork today and um, register. I just keep applying to for jobs. Just keep applying. One day when they get a job and you start from there. Okay. But they, they, they don't. They don't tell you. You have to learn how to do this or do that. It's not as easy as all those other marketers tell you. It's, okay. So, but there's tenacity, like determination, and dogged-headedness. Like this is what I want to do, and I will do it. You know, put your head in the game. Put your head in the game. All right. So that 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 that, that makes um, okay. <laughs> it's giving me sense that it's time up. <laughs> tell them that one now. I will tell them. <laughs> So that, that that makes a lot of sense. Now it now takes me back to the first advice you gave me mm. when I said I was being social media. He said, manage something first. Mm-hmm. Let me see what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to also believe that you meant you have to learn on the job. Yes, that's part of the whole thing. You have to learn on the job. Um, I you saw one of my recent articles and you said I've really really developed. Yes. It's meant a lot to me. You've developed as well. <laughs> I saw your medium um, writing. It was really great. You, I, <laughs> I was the first writer in this family. Right? Well, yes, I started writing before all of you. But life, life happens. Oh, you're writing on WordPress. Yeah, but I was blogger, trying to blogger. Yes. I started with blogger. Alright, um, so I have two more questions and uh, we'll call it a day. Um, why are you in Benin and not Lagos? Lagos is considered the hub for um, tech. Because as far as um, the new slang is concerned, you are a tech group. Even if you're a writer, you're a tech bro. They call everybody that has a Mac and is a, <laughs> has, a, has a Mac and is is not doing a nine to five. You call them tech bros. Mm-hmm. So why are you not in Lagos? Why Benin? Um, good question. Most of my life, most of my adulthood was spent in Benin. From when I finished secondary school, got into the university, and you know, I came down to Benin. Lagos is too fast paced for me. If I go to a quieter city I will go. Um, but um I can go I visit Lagos often, you know, to do stuff, but I can't stay in Lagos because the smell, <laughs> the noise. But you know you're from Lagos State. Uh, but the smell and the noise. And it's just too much, you know too many people. Too many people is overcrowded. I I like a very quiet serene place. It's got too many um you know all this um stimul stim, um, <laughs> external stimuli stimuli okay Stim- I, stimulation I, we get it <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's come overwhelming for me sometimes when i go out i always had migraines when i go out in lagos so that's why i'm in benin if i go to a quieter place like maybe abuja because i call abuja or gone or somewhere like uh, calabar or kwaibon but they're too far away from lagos because where family is yeah lagos where family so that's why i'm benin is the closest i don't say yeah or you're, you're also like lagos i might be dirty <laughs> okay I don't risk it <laughs> don't let other people catch you <laughs> so well since you be, we were born in lagos and we grew up in lagos but there's no place like home anyways maybe when you're like 50. home is wherever i call it home so this is home for now <laughs> My final question is this. I know you've you've actually gone towards that, but there could be someone, doesn't have to be someone close to you, it could be a YouTube channel or a blog. Um, who helped you or yeah, who were the people that helped you? Did you have mentors, um, YouTube creators or bloggers that helped you in this career? 
No, nobody. There's nobody I looked up to. Yes, I, I, I almost there was no mentor or anyone I spoke to. Everything I did was learning by ear. Okay. As I learned, process through. I went through the process, and I made mistakes along the way, and I, you know, we did it. There's nobody I could. Hey, apart from you, I talk about. Uh, did you hear that? It was more of, um, you know, this is what I'm up to these days. There's nobody, because everybody, like I said earlier, everybody's hiding their craft. No, now I have a few friends that, you know, we talk about what we're doing, but it's just surface level. Nobody goes deep into what they are doing or how they are doing or who they are doing. It yeah. So there's nobody. So just, you know, you do it, you cry sometimes, you wonder what the hell you are doing with your life. You go on Instagram and you cry some more and see how your friends are progressing in the corporate world. Like, what, are, what, the, what, the are, what in God's name am I doing? So, but it was just um, basically life. Learning, yes, playing by ear, just learning life as it is. That's what's coming. You learn, you read books, mostly a lot of books, a lot of YouTube videos, um, medium articles, medium articles, a ton of. I consumed a lot of information. You learn from other people's mistakes, like I said earlier, and you know you don't make those mistakes. Yes. All right. So that's that's amazing. Well that that's nice. Um it's really nice having you. Really Thank nice you. having you. I, I do hope a lot of people yes, um you don't have to say the figure, but I think when we when growing up, even up to now, many parents when you tell many parents that um, what do you do for a living? They say I'm a writer. They look at you with what I like. Do you get? Mm-hmm. Um, you are comfortable, right? I mean, financially. Well enough. To well buy enough. That data. You can, you can, <laughs> to buy data. You can feed yourself. There's a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. You can get by even in the Nigerian economy. Yes. So, in case you want to be a writer, I don't think writers are always poor. If you don't work hard, I think. Well, depends on the kind of writing I'm talking about. There are different types of novelists, people that write novels, there are people that write. So, you know, I'm in the more, I'm in the more um, sought after sector of. Uh, so, you repeat um, that sought after. Most like sought after. Sector of writing. Not sector, let me say sector, not sector. Um, angle of writing. Niche. Get them. <laughs> Excuse me, Sorry. niche of writing. Okay. I write people, you know, people who help them sell their stuff, like I said, marketing. There are novelists that you know write novels who that write um, books. That right. Those ones are also writers, but then again, you know. You're not sure if they make so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. But some like J.K. Rowling is a marvelous. Yeah, of course. So she makes a lot. She so. makes a whole lot. All right, that, that that's that's good. So, um, for anyone that's listening, if you want to become a freelance writer, you have to be sure what kind of freelance writer you want to become. Yes. Um, I'm not going to ask him that question. Go to Google and search it. I what be, kind of writers are there? Copywriting, email marketing, UX writing, UX writing, technical, technical writers, writing, and, and so on and so forth. Ghost writing. Yeah, good. That's where I am. I'm a ghost writer. I guess you want me to not show my name in your writing. I am there for you. So um, thank you once again, brother Tokwe. It's really nice having thank you, you brother Shay, on, for having on, me. on words by Shay. Oh. I hope you listen to this one. I'll try. You... I'll listen to it before you publish it. So <laughs> we can do it again. No, no, we're not doing it again. <laughs> So guys, have a lovely day, week, month, and year. Bye. Bye, guys.